In the Maimar of Ha'echrim, Tavshin Yud Gimel, we're in the middle of Ois Hay. Towards the top of page, Kuf Lamad Gimel. We're holding where it says, V'limudzeh. V'limudzeh mo'matolamayla. The Rebbe is explaining the difference between the way we learn Teda today and the way Mashiach is going to teach Teda Lassad Lavei. The Chiddush you find regarding Mashiach is that not only is he going to teach Teireh, thousands and tens of thousands of people. So for that maybe you could use, uh, if you have a good sound system and you have good communications, so you can teach so many people at once. But the issue is he's going to teach Meish Rabbeinu, the Ovis, and the simple people all at once. So what, what is he teaching everybody? that it's, it's something new for everybody. It has to be new for Moshe Rabbeinu, and at the same time also something that the simple person will understand. So the Rebbe explained there that you have the Limud today, which is Mumatolamayla. The idea of learning Mumatolamayla is when a person learns and understands with his Havana Vahasoga. When you learn, you listen, you understand the concept, and in your brain it, it makes sense to you, and that's how you understand one idea, then you can understand a level deeper and more, but then, when Mashiach comes, he'll teach Taira Mumayla Lamata. He'll open up the truth to us that will straight, right away, see the truth. When you see it, you see the whole truth right from the beginning. It doesn't have to go step by step. Okay, and the Rebbe will explain that this is the difference between Ri and Shmiya. Let's see. The way we learn Taira today is compared is the concept of Shmiya. When you listen to a concept and you understand it. You can't compare listening to something and understanding a concept in that way to when you see it, when you see the concept itself in front of your eyes. So what is the difference between Shmi and Riyah? So here the Rebbe will explain it in detail, and this will explain the difference between the Limudat Teireh today and the Limudat Teireh of Mashiach. When you are listening to something that someone is explaining to you, even if it's being related to you with all of the details. So the Rebbe is just clarifying right in the beginning. You might think the difference between Ri and Shmiya is when you see, you see the whole scene in front of you. You're not missing any detail. You saw everything. When you listen to something, it's very often you, there's some detail that's being missed out or you, you didn't pay attention to a certain detail. So that's, that's the difference between Ri and Shmiya. So the Rebbe says, no, that's not what we're talking about. Even if when you're hearing the story or you're hearing a concept, you heard, heard every single detail. Still not the same. So the first point is that when you are getting something that you're listening to, you're hearing the details about what happened, and that's, that's the metzius, the, 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 the thing that you're, you're hearing, the concept that you're hearing, or the story that you hear about, metzius of what it is. That's what you're hearing. But to say that I was present at this place itself, that I saw the very thing itself, you did not. Shmiya is a koyach ruchni. And a koyach ruchni is able to hear the information. The information about the metzius of what happened. Ri'ya is a koyach that you're able to be there present and you see begashmias, what it is. You see in front of your eyes what happened. So therefore, by, so that, that's the, the, fir, the first difference between Ri'iyah and Shmiyah. That Ri'iyah, sorry, Shmiyah that is, which is a Kayach Ruchni, so you could only hear the Metziyah Sadovar, the information about it, but the Mohus Sadovar, the actual experience itself, you did not experience it. 
So therefore, because when you're hearing something, you're only hearing the information about it, but you haven't experienced seeing the thing itself, so the extent of how deeply it touches you, to what extent does it grab your being, to what extent does this move you, this, uh, this information, it doesn't touch, the co- it doesn't reach the very core of the person himself. The way you get affected by something, when you hear something, when you hear the information about something that happened, you can't compare it to the way a person gets affected when you yourself experienced it, you saw it, you were standing there, you experienced it with your own eyes. I know what this means is, when you get affected or excited about something that you hear about, it's not a spiral that I, I experienced this myself. I saw this myself, that, yeah. But when you hear something, so you say, I heard it myself. What, what, so, Mazel Tov, you heard it yourself. Everybody can hear it themselves without being there. That, the the, the spilus that comes from Shmiya is secondhand. You're hearing something secondhand, it's not you yourself or present in what happened. So that's not a spilus atzmus that you yourself experienced it. The fisha inyan ain't a toifus shaloi. When you hear something and just hear the information about it, it doesn't grab the very essence of the person. And you see even more than this, over time, someone could come and contradict or refute something that you heard because you did not see it on your own. Even if you heard it, so if it's a story that you heard about something that happened or it's a concept that you learned, and Bishas, you learned the concept originally, it was very clear in your mind, but over time, you may have doubts about it, and it may not be so clear to you. Again, even if you, you may have heard this from a person that you totally trust him, and he relates to you, what he himself saw, Originally, when you heard this story from someone that it happened to him himself, so you sort of heard it firsthand. You're hearing it from the Bala Maisa himself. Nevertheless, over time, it's possible that the idea you heard or the story that you heard, someone could come and say, no, couldn't, couldn't be, couldn't happen this way. And then you'll have doubts in what happened. What does this mean? Because when you hear something from somebody and you didn't experience it and you didn't see it firsthand, it didn't touch, it didn't get etched into the very core of you being that nobody could come and contradict this idea. Right, so the point that I was saying here is, it's not only that Bishas you hear it and you believe it and you totally accept it, so then you're hearing it is just as powerful as the person that saw it. Later, it's going to change. Later, over time, then it's going to become weaker in your mind, and then someone could refute what you heard, but what you saw will not get weaker later. No, that I was saying the difference starts right from the very first moment. The first moment when you see something, it touches you much deeper, it affects you much deeper. Ashenka, when you hear something, right from the beginning, it, it's, it's not fully certain by you to the extent that it's never going to change. It's, not, it's something that can't be weaker because I myself saw this. So the question is, how deeply does it touch the person in the, in the first place? <coughs> which is not true, which is not the case when you yourself see something. 
So you're experiencing the thing itself. It's not only the information about it that you're hearing, but you're actually experiencing the incident itself. And another point, as we said before, And therefore, what happens is that when you experience it itself, by seeing it, it grabs you very atzim. It touches you to the core. Because you are seeing the very incident itself in front of your eyes. So therefore it also affects the person very deeply in his very essence. It's not just information about what happened. You're there, you see the very thing in front of your eyes. No one has to explain it to you. If you see the very incident itself in front of your eyes, so then it touches the person much deeper. Yeah, so this is all one point to explain the difference between Ri and Shmiya. Another point, another difference that there is between seeing something or listening something. And here, in this difference, it seems like Shmiya has a more powerful kayach. When you hear about something, you could hear it even if it's in a distant place. You don't have to be present to know the information about what happened. It could be on the other side of the world and you can get the information about it. Ri'iyeh has the kayach to only be toifus something which you see, which is close enough that the eyesight of a person can see it. So here you see a certain limitation regarding Ri'iyeh. It has to be close enough for you to be able to see it. Now this this uh, difference between Ri'iyeh and Shmi'eh is related to another point that Shmi'eh is only getting their information, which is only getting, it's, it's, it's a, it's a koyach ruchni, to hear to, that a person could process information in his brain about something. That's the concept of shmi'eh. Even though, how are you toifes something, it's, it's the person hearing something. So the, the, the koyach of a person is considered to be a chush gashmi, because it relates to, and, and it processes information about the physical existence of this world. The kayach hashmi of a person is not, uh, is not able to process something that it can't relate to. But yet, when a person hears something, he's able to process and, and understand the concept. He's able to understand the ruchnius of it, of what, of what he's uh, processing in his, in his uh, kayach of shmiya. So this is in the kayach of shmiya. So in this sense, the kayach of shmiya could extend much further. It's able to understand things that are even distant from him, whether distant begashmias, or even distant in a different world, that it's distant beruchnias, that a person is able to be taifis something that is out of our reality bechlal. You can understand a concept, you can understand in Yonim that are in a different elam altogether. But when it comes to seeing something, seeing is only to see what there is in this physical world. That's the kayach of eyesight, to see what's close to you. The gashmias, and there has to be in our reality, and it has to be over here, close enough that your eyesight could reach it. So before we were pointing out how re'iyah is a deeper kayach. Re'iyah is something that when you see it, it, it touches you to the core. It's something that you experience yourself, and nobody can ever come and uh, weaken the idea in your mind, no one could ever contradict this or uh, refute it. is something that you hear information and it doesn't touch you so deeply. So that shows in a certain limitation of Shmiyah. On the other hand, Dafka Shmiyah is able to reach further. Shmiyah is something you can hear from a, different, from a different world, a different reality, and nevertheless you can process that information. Hashem came with Ri'iyah, 
It has to, it's, it's limited in this sense. It has to be adapted to something which is physical, that you're able to see with your own eyes. So the Rebbe explains these two things go together. These two differences between Shmi and Riyah, they're really connected and dependent one on another. Since when you're listening to an idea. So you're not really experiencing the thing itself. You're just getting the information about it. So So therefore, if it's not the thing itself that I'm close to, that is touching me, that I'm connecting to, that's just the information about it. So the information about it. So that means there always remains a distance between you and the thing that you're hearing about. So therefore, even if something is very far from you, so you're able to take it, you're able to get information about it. It's not something that has to be close to you. But because when you see something, the, the point here is that you're seeing the thing itself. So Since we're physical beings, so the only way something is close to you, and then it'll touch you very deeply because you're connecting to it in a very close and direct manner, is if it's directly right in front of you and you could see it yourself, then it touches you deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a famous sikh from the Rebbe about that. I mean, I tell you, this whole thing was reversed and the whole thing was... Uh, yeah. Okay, another question you had? Ah, that's the whole Indian of Rayin Esan Nira, Shaymin Esan Nishma. Could be. So the same thing is also when a person is not just hearing information or listening to information about something, but a step deeper than that when you process it and you comprehend the idea that you're hearing. So also when you hasage is when a person takes the information that he hears and he processes it and he understands it on his own, in, his own, in his own way. So this is also all a concept of shmir, that you're hearing about something and then even, so the person is taking it a step deeper over here. He's not just hearing information and just leaving it at that. Sometimes a person hears information and, and uh, he just knows that information that he heard. But then sometimes a person takes the information that he hears and analyzes it in his mind and puts it together in a certain way and he comes to certain conclusions based on it. That's already a certain personal hasaga, my personal take on the matter. Right, so the khayra, that's something that does enter deeper into the person. So before we're saying that Shmiya is very different than Riyah. Riyah, you see it yourself, it touches you very deeply. Shmiya is information you're hearing from someone else and it doesn't touch you so deeply. But then when you bring it into the world of Asage, you are taking it a step deeper where the person is processing the information. But the Rebbe says, nevertheless, Asage is still in the realm of Shmiya when you're hearing the information from someone else. Even when a person hears information about something, and he gets such a level of clarity on the subject. He puts himself into it to understand it to such an extent, which it's referred to as that it's like you, your eyes of your mind. You, you seize it with such clarity that nobody can refute this clarity that I have about the subject. Nevertheless, it's still within the category of hearing something, listening and understanding something where you yourself did not experience and see it with your own eyes. In the end of the day, the entire clarity you have, and the whole comprehension, the way you processed it and brought it into that clarity, is all based on this information about the concept, the information about what happened. But not that the very concept itself was open in front of your eyes. 
the very fact that the person had to go through all these steps, you have to hear it and then analyze it and think about it and bring it deeper and bring it to the point of this clarity. So that means that the thing itself is not open, it's not directly open in front of you. So even when you do bring it to that level of clarity, it doesn't compare <coughs> to experiencing it and seeing it yourself. Whatever information you hear about something that happened, you could only imagine. It's in the end of the day, you're using your imagination and your mind about how things played out or what this concept really means. Whenever you're understanding a spiritual concept, something that's not right there in front of your eyes, there has to be a certain amount of imagination that goes into this to imagine of how things played out. The more details you have, the more clarity you have, the more, the more accurate it will be. But in the end of the day, there's imagination that goes into this. And therefore, your comprehension about any concept, it'll always be measured according to the limitations of your brain. Every person's brain naturally comprehends things and processes things and comes to conclusions about things based on the way your intellect is wired. Every person, Abishta, gives him a different nature of his intellect. And in the end of the day, even when you have a full, full clarity about something, but it's based on the way your, your seichel is, uh, the, the hagbalist of the way, the nature of your seichel. So the same is true when a person understands something and he fully comprehends something. It does not touch you to the core. It does not really get you all the way. It doesn't mamish touch the person to the deepest place like it is when you see something. So what this means is those levels within your nefesh, the level of the person that's above all those limitations that he has in the nature of a seichel, to that place, this comprehension that he came to, this clarity that he came to, does not reach there. Because of the, the, the clarity he came to was based on, on the kayach seichel you have, on the way your seichel is wired, and the nature of the way you take things with your seichel. Beyond that, the essence of the person that's not mugbu with that level of seichel, it doesn't, it doesn't reach there. When the culture came, Amididivak the seichel, there's, there's many different limitations that there are in the person. So, I mean, most definitely, the Medidavak Bala of Seichel, which limits it, therefore cannot go beyond that. And even and the, other, the other levels of Medidavak Bala that are even lower than Seichel, for sure, it doesn't, uh, not again, not, not for sure again, for sure it doesn't go beyond the Medidavak Bala of Seichel. And even the, uh, even the more subtle levels of Akbala. There's, there's other levels of Akbala that are higher than Seichel. Let's say, of a person that is, is deeper than Seichel, but nevertheless it has certain limitations. So even if what the, pers- the clarity the person has could affect the person and could reach deeper than the Kayach HaSeichel, but uh, nevertheless to reach the essence of the person, the very essence of the Neshama, the person that's beyond any Akbala whatsoever, it can't, impossible. Because the whole uh, way, the approach of the person understanding this concept came how? It came through the Akbalas of the person, the way he understood it with his Seichel. What did he mean before when he said that you could grasp Ruchni? The what? The what? Before we said that you, you could grasp Ruchni. So A person could be Teufis. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no. Because Ruchni is, is different than you could be Teufis, the Dava Ruchni, but the, the Tfisa is a, is a Mugbal, the Gitfisa. There is a Tfisa here. A person understands a concept. 
you understand it, you analyze it, you fully understand it, but nevertheless, the tfisa of the person is a mugbul de tfisa. Why? Because he's using his kayach haseichel, which dissects things according to the way his seichel is designed and according to the nature of his seichel. So the, the thing itself is not directly open to you. You're taking that thing and you're interpreting it in your mind. You're interpreting it and you're being taifiset on your level. There's a tfisa. Tfisa means I fully comprehend it, but it's, it's already colored with your own personal nature of your seichel. The thing itself is be'etzem removed from you. That's where the difference of opinions becomes between, and even in Teireh Gufa, when you have a student that learns from a teacher, that's when, when Shmai and Avtalian taught Teireh, and Hillel and Shammai taught from, were taught by the same Rebbe, and nevertheless one came out from, with a middah of Chesed, according to his Tfise, that brought him to say Potter, and the other one came with a middah of Gvura, and brought him to say Chayev. So there's a, there's a real Tfise here, but what does the Tfise mean? Tfise means that your Metzius, is being taifisit with, with the Hagbalas of your Metzis, with the Hagbalas of your Seichel. Yeah. So, Hinei Ba'isam Ha'anyanim Le'nitva When it comes to that level of the person, which is beyond Hagbala, which is higher than the, the Hagbalas of his intellect, higher than all the other Hagbalas that there are in a person, it doesn't reach to that extent. It doesn't, the person doesn't connect to the essence of the concept the way it is when you see it, when, you, when you're understanding it. So therefore, the level, how this affects you, the excitement that you have about something, the connection to something, when you could comprehend what you're understanding, your comprehend, comprehension does not compare to the hispilos, to the excitement and to the effect that it has when you see it. As the Rebbe said before, the spilus of Asoge is secondhand. It's not you, it's not that I myself experienced it. So if you want to have a, if you want that it should change your behavior in Poyal Mamish, that a person should use the information that you have about something, that it should impact your behavior, this may be enough, this may be sufficient. If you have a clarity about a certain idea, if you have a certain approach that uh, so this will lead you to change your behavior. Because the behavior of a person is also not necessarily a reflection of the very essence of a person. The behavior of a person is also external. So for a person to have his behavior changed, so if you hear a new concept and you, and, and you really internalize it and you fully understand it, it'll affect your behavior. But nevertheless, it doesn't become just because you behave this way and just because you, are, and you understand something and with the tremendous clarity, it doesn't mean it's me. This is my very essence. On the other hand, when you actually physically see something, so the Rebbe is emphasizing which means that it's not just the Re'iyah of Ena Seichel, but the Hasage, but Re'iyah Chushis, Shuhu, Bechinas Re'iyah, the Chochme. Re'iyah of Chochme means that the very thing itself is open to you. Not that it comes through the process of you having to comprehend it and analyze and process it and bring it down with the nature of your seichel. But the thing itself is right there open in front of you. That you could see the thing itself. And the very essence of the person gets affected, gets caught by this. Where do you find this concept? By the Arizal. But it says, that when he was sleeping or when he was dozing off, and what he saw in a vision, 
in that time when he was dozing off and he saw for an hour or two such a tremendous amount, which, which a vision, when you can see, you see so much, so then to relate what he saw for an hour or two, so how would he have to, how long would it take him to explain this in words and to have other people understand it? It would take him 60 or 80 years to relate what he saw in an hour or two. There are two different gears, whether 60 years or 80 years. The Rebbe has a Ha'ara explaining why Dafka is 60 or 80 years. I don't remember now what the Pshat over there is, but the Rebbe says 60 or 80 years is not just a random number, but there's something significant about 60 or 80. Kupanim, here you see this point, that when you see something, so you see it itself. You don't have to go through the steps to process it in your being, in your mitzvahs, according to your nature, with your limitations, with your imagination. You see, you see the thing itself. You don't have to change it, you don't have to process it. When you hear something, it's all second hand, and it's all the person processing it. There's a tfisa. Tfisa means it's not the thing itself, it's the way I'm tefisit. Before you said Gamriyas, Eina Sechel, who often just shmiel bevan. So it's a different Sechel, usually refers to Chachma. So I guess yeah. this Chachma is different than the previous Chachma. Maybe it's Chachma Pnimi, it's Chachma. He says the Lashni of Riyah the Chachma, right? He says Riyah the Chachma. He starts off saying Riyah Chushis. And then he says, Shuhu b'chinas ri'iyeh de chokhmah. Okay. Not on our scale. <laughs> okay. Okay, look, um, uh, th- there is this, this concept of ri'iyeh de chokhmah that Chassidah speaks about, which is not physical ri'iyeh. It's ri'iyeh de chokhmah, and yet that ri'iyeh de chokhmah is so powerful that it's the same thing like physically seeing something. It's not, not the clarity that I ever spoke about before. Before that I ever spoke about the Tfisivasage, we have Ri'iyas Enasechel, where it's so clear to you that it's, you have no questions about it. It's mamish clear that you can see it. I see the idea. Like people speak that way. I, I, I see what you're saying. But, but it's still, it's a certain Tfisivasage. Maybe that's also in Vina's Tamtitsa. After you have uh, the, yeah. the maskan of something, which is very clear. Ri'iyah de Chachmeh is something different. Ri'iyah de Chachmeh is, is not, not a kind of clarity that comes through analysis. It's something which, like, the idea just opens up in front of you. It's so clear, without any analysis, no steps. That's the difference. Ri'iyah de Chachmeh is this, it, it, the idea is just clear and open to you directly. Mamish, like when you see Ri'iyah Chushis Mamish. Mamayla yeah. Okay, we'll stop over here. We'll finish the Indian tomorrow. Benigayat to Mashiach. Yeah. Maybe.